Hello and welcome to episode 92. Can you believe we're less than 10 episodes away from 100? What do y'all think we should do to celebrate our big 100? We'd love some suggestions. Now this one is mostly about movies. The Child's Play remake, that Joker movie, and some others we have strong opinions about. Also, we've got a year of the vagina segment so insane, it made Pitney scream. And there was also a point when we're talking about the Joker where I referenced Jared Leto and we said we had already talked about him on the show. And we swear we recorded a long discussion about him once, but not only have we never posted it, but I can't friggin' find it. All you need to know right now is we don't like him. All right, let's go. Child's Play. Yes. The new Child's Play movie that was so... People were so upset before it came out because how dare anyone make a, I, I don't know, a new Child's Play movie. But you actually saw it now, right? Oh, God, yes. Oh. And I was prepared. I knew it was going to be kind of a stinker. Oh, I was, I was hoping it was going to be good. But I was prepared to like it, if only because... You know how on I hate people online that say bad things about movies. Because yeah. normally those people are stupid. Okay, yeah. You know, normally it's like, oh, yes, you did like that movie, Be Quiet, most of the time. But. Yeah. All the people that were saying how much that movie sucked, they were right. <laughs> well, most of the things I saw were before the movie came out. And it yeah. was like, you haven't seen it yet, calm down. And it was like, oh, my God. It was such a stinker. Oh, that sucks because Mark Hamill, was he at least good? Um. I mean, I I guess it's not his fault. I guess. And what was annoying is, like, God, I can't remember the melody of the song now, even though I think I sang it on your answering machine message. Oh, God. But there's this really (laughs) annoying. We'll have to go check it later. You are my buddy. You're my best friend song. That oh, was you like, texted me that I'm your, that I was yeah, your buddy. And <laughs> it was like the song from the commercial of the oh yeah, yeah. dolls, right? Yeah. And of course, the doll sings the song to kids, and that song was like constantly in the movie, and it, and it was also the ending credits where Mark Hamill singing like an extended version with two verses of the. You're my buddy, you're my best friend song. Oh, no. And so it was like this horrible earworm that was all day that I was ending up singing it. <laughs> I was ending up singing the Chucky song to the dogs. <laughs> of course you did. You know, and I don't, it was just something really inane. Like, you know, you're my buddy, you're my best friend. And it wasn't that, but it was like some melody oh, that was God. just nonsensical. But. Oh, no, it was awful. Like, I thought the first one was scary. It was original. 
I love the idea of the first one. I thought the first one was scary and twisted and weird. I didn't think Chucky was scary. The idea was scary. Yeah. But I never found, I never personally found Chucky that scary. But, but I think his voice and I think of the first one and then there's something good to be said about Bride of Chucky because it's so stupid. But they knew it well, was Well, and Jennifer stupid. Tilly yes. is automatically, she makes everything good. And <laughs> and I've seen them all, but to be honest, I really don't remember them all except for the first one and Cult of Chucky, which I watched not that long ago. Right. Which is really bad, but fun. Okay. Whereas this isn't even fun, the new one. It's just stupid. Was it trying too hard to be serious or something? Maybe? I don't know. It's like a total reimagining. Okay. Which I'm never a fond of reimaginings. Although it was good with Star Trek. <laughs> oh, totally. I'm, but yeah. I tend to not like reimaginings because I feel like they should just focus on new things. Well, and that, I but, mean, if they went, because I think, because we talked about, because Child's Play hadn't come out yet. Yeah. When we were at Frightmare and we were talking about it on that episode. And, and like, I, I don't understand if you're going to set it in modern times and you're going to update it. Yeah. I, you know, I understand like the AI aspect or whatever. I understand that that's modernizing, but no kid, the, the toy, the original Chucky was based on a toy that actually existed. The, my buddy doll was real. It was a thing. And so there's kids today don't play with, dolls like that yeah so it doesn't make any sense to still have it be a doll like that well this why was, can't it be an action figure that kills you yeah because and, <laughs> and this was like updated to the point where so you bought the doll and then it had some weird glowing blue cylinder that's supposed to be its heart and somehow it connects to your cell phone right and the buddy doll can control your TV and control your lights and control your stereo and can turn the stove on and off and basically... Why would a kid need something that can do that? And it's also, you know, programmed to know who you are and know who your family is and learn your personality and tailor its personality to you. Well, there's aspects of that that I think are a good idea. Yeah. But the rest of that's like, what? Okay. So it was kind of interesting... And then it was like, at least, see, in the first one, it was scary because it was like somehow the soul of this crazy serial killer possessed this doll. Right. And that Which was, is why it was an adult voice yeah. and all that other shit. Yeah. And this was some disgruntled worker in China got pissed off and went crazy with the coding of this one doll. Oh, so it wasn't the soul of a Chinese dude. <laughs> no, no. He just went crazy with his coding because he was he, disgruntled. He made one angry yeah, doll. And oh, disgruntled God. in the factory. And okay. and then I guess Chucky just started, I guess, killing people who thought were mean to this kid that owned him. I think. Oh, so he was like protecting the I kid? I think so. Oh, but it God. just wasn't. It I mean, wasn't if it was going good. around killing bullies or something, that could be fine. And the doll looked stupid. Yeah. Well, And Mark yeah. Hamill's voice was kind of stupid because it was like, he was trying to sound cutesy. 
Like he doesn't would, have a cutesy voice. Like though. you would think a doll would sound, and it was just, it was just not interesting. It was just a big stinker. That's all. Oh, <laughs> and it, I mean, it could have been bad in a good way because. I mean, it would have to have tits in it or something. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to like it. I know. But it was hard to like. Oh, that's It sucks. was hard to like. And I haven't even read the other than, you know, on my, like, my horror fan groups. Right. Where it's just these things that, oh, it sucks. Or, oh, that's total rubbish. Or, oh, that movie is shit. You know how people are online. Right. Oh, it's the worst movie ever made. You know, and there's nothing that pisses me off more than a British person calling something rubbish or shit. Because I guarantee you, they think everything is shit or rubbish, and they probably haven't seen it anyway. And so there's a lot of that on my fan group, which just made me automatically want to like the movie, because it really pisses me off. Hi, this is Two Girls on a Bench, the podcast. So we're two writers who tend to procrastinate just a bit. We like to snack. We like to talk. We don't have time to write, but we have time to do this podcast. We certainly do. Join us on the bench. Listen in. At number two, Girls on a Bench. This this happens to be falling on the weekend that the Joker movie uh-huh. opened, and the whole the whole idea of having a strong opinion about a movie before it came out. My opinion about the Joker movie is not about the Joker movie because I haven't seen the Joker movie. Yeah, my opinion is about Joaquin Phoenix annoys the fuck out of me. Mm-hmm. When he was Leaf and he was like twelve years old, he was fine. When he became Joaquin. I have no time for that shit. He just bothers me. Right. <laughs> and he, there's nothing wrong with that. He bothered me in Gladiator, <laughs> and I haven't seen anything right. he's done since then because he annoys me so much. He doesn't annoy me as much as Jared Leto, however. And speaking of another Joker. Oh, yes. He but. Does. We've already but, talked about him. <laughs> but, but the <laughs> whole... There's two things about... The Joker movie, well, three if you count casting Joaquin Phoenix. I'm sure he's great. I'm sure it's the performance of a lifetime. (laughs) I'm sure that it's artistically beautiful and whatever. Because, of course, the guy who directed Step Brothers is is a great (laughs) artist. And he's going to make this amazing movie. But as soon as I heard... The, the first thing I heard about it was that it was in this, I'm going to say film festival in Venice because it might be called the Venice Film Festival, but I don't yeah, know because yeah. I don't give a shit. But when I heard that it was like the movie ended and the movie got an eight minute standing ovation. For a movie! See, that even sounds difficult to believe to me, but I guess if it's on the I, internet, it's true, right? <laughs> I have been to... I have gone to Broadway shows. I have 
I have gone to concerts. I have gone to things where actual people were right there in front yeah. of you and performing and doing things that were amazing. I've never seen an eight-minute standing ovation. That sounds really weird, especially for a movie of that genre. It just seems very oh, strange to me. but it transcends genre because it's art. Because it's so artsy. Because it's not, it's not about a murderous clown. It's about a downtrodden white man who thinks the world is out to get him. And oh, people yeah. were mean to him. You don't understand. He's a white man that didn't get everything he wanted. And was it, he was like, if I remember from the previews, right, it's because he's a sucky comedian, right? Well, there's that, too. That... Heaven forbid a guy wants to be a comic and he's not fucking funny and he dies on stage. Heaven forbid that happens. Every single person who's ever been a comedian has died on stage and knows what it's like to have a room full of people not think yeah. they're funny. But if you, if you really want to do something, you fucking work at it. You don't go, well, now I'm going to have to go kill people or whatever the fuck this movie yeah. is. And it's like, Knowing if this was just a movie about a guy and it wasn't the Joker, we all know who the Joker is. Yeah. If this was just a movie about a guy who sometimes works as a clown and sometimes is a stand-up comic and he's a downtrodden white guy who eventually, you know, is very, very sad and, you know, the crying on the inside kind of clown, you know, and eventually becomes very angry and becomes murderous. But he wasn't the Joker. Okay, it's a movie I'm yeah, not going to go I see, first... but, you know. When I was seeing the previews for it, I didn't realize what it was until they said what it was. Oh, could you call me Joker? Oh, fuck. And then when yeah. they were talking about, like, oh, you know about, you know, the, how dark and evil his soul is and blah, 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 blah. Right. It seemed interesting to me until I realized what it was. It's like, oh, it's the Joker. And I like the yeah. Joker from the original Batman series from the 60s. Yes! Of everything but, about the original Batman series is I've awesome. I've never been <laughs> a Batman fan in general. Right. But some of the Batman movies and, are good. Yeah, and yeah, exactly. But I don't like his broodiness and everything. It just irritates me. It's like, I, okay, I okay, fine. It, your, but your, I parents, don't like it. your parents died, but really, you're a rich white man. Shut the fuck up. And. So I've never, you know, so the Batman universe, I just don't care about. Right. In like, general, you know, it, it needs to really be amazing if I'm going to like it. Yeah. But I've always had this irrational hatred of the Joker because I hated the way Nicholson said, wait, did they get a load of me? Oh, he annoyed me. I did not like his intonation saying that sentence, and I thought it was stupid, oh. and I've hated Batman and the Joker ever since. <laughs> Which is totally irrational, but so me, right? right? Of course. <laughs> because because one the way one line is delivered can ruin an entire franchise. Like, I hate <laughs> Way Do They Get a Load of Me uh, almost as much as I hate Laugh While You Can, Monkey Boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but can I, but... Here, but here's the thing, and I and I didn't find out until maybe within the last week or so, as the movie was coming out, because um, some people online were commenting on how other people were concerned 
that it was going to bring about violence. That it was oh. going to make people violent because it was going to embolden assholes. Okay. <laughs> I actually never saw anyone say that until recently when people were commenting that other people were saying oh, okay. that. And I was like, really? Because I've seen a lot of anti-Joker movie shit, and I have to say, most of that shit that I've seen, I really agree with, which mm-hmm. is, I really do not need to be put, it's like, I don't want someone going, you know what, you really need to feel sympathy for the Joker. Yeah. Because the Joker is a murderous psychopath who thinks he's funny. But I really, no, I don't. I don't have to feel sympathy and get to know the Joker on a human level. No, I don't. Are you going to make one about the Penguin next? I seriously doubt it. And that takes away the comic book villain aspect of it to me. Right. You know. You know, it's like, I, you know, uh, uh, there's so, you know, uh, but then again, it's not like I wanted to see Suicide Suicide Squad either. But I just, I can be uninterested in seeing a movie, but I don't want to be lumped in with people who think that, oh, well, now people are going to be violent. No, people have been violent all along. Look around. We have plenty of that. It's America. People are getting shot constantly. So... So what do they think because he's like a... An an unhappy white man? An unhappy white guy. Which is the most dangerous thing you can be in America? speak to all the incels or something? Is that what they're thinking? Oh, probably. Oh, because I bet... Although although he gets... Some girl kisses him in the trailer, so I'm guessing he gets laid. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe maybe he will be an incel. Maybe they're afraid it's going to embolden the incels. (laughs) But the incels are already murderous assholes. Or they wish they could be. They're all, you know... It's like... Uh, it's not going to be the Joker's fault. It's going to be the fact that they're already assholes and it was just a matter of time. Exactly. You know, I don't think the Joker's going to make anyone do anything. But honestly, if it wasn't two things, uh, the eight-minute standing ovation, God damn it, that just, it, it yeah. really bothers me. Yeah, because it's it stupid. really bothers me. I mean, there are movies that have moved... 99% deeply moved 99% of the people who saw them like Schindler's List yeah, or whatever yeah. there are movies that are amazing that didn't get fucking 8 minute standing ovation that's just so stupid and it makes me wonder who those people were I can't even imagine yeah and really weird were, was it 8 minutes because every single person there who immediately had the impulse to stand up and start clapping no one wanted to be seen to be the first person to stop clapping and that's why it lasted for 8 minutes <laughs> because if I stop clapping before you do that means I don't appreciate art as much as you do, and oh, because they're God. all they're all there to be seen anyway, because it's a film festival, you know. I I don't know, but also the director, who's a douchebag, because he directs mostly stupid movies that I wouldn't see anyway. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, he's mostly known for like stupid Will Ferrell movies and stuff, which I know a lot of people like those, but I'm not going to watch them. But he actually said the other day, well, you know. I had to I had to go into making drama because you can't make comedy anymore because people, you know, no, nothing's nothing's allowed to be funny anymore. It's like if you're actually funny and not right. stupid, <laughs> if if you're if you're so if you're so unfunny that you have to rely on old tired bullshit, it, yeah. Then 
yeah, maybe you shouldn't make comedies. But, yeah, that's why you made The Joker. It's like, but, it's bullshit, dude. But it makes me thinking about the, the standing ovation, because oh. it was such art. I know we talked about this before, but I just have to say this one thing again, because it was so funny with that horrible piece of shit movie, I Am the Pretty Thing That Lives in the House. <laughs> Where that asshole online was written about how it was such pure, hardcore art. Wasn't he blogging through the entire movie? That he had to pull out his journal and start journaling in the middle of the movie so he could remember his experience of the art. Oh. (laughs) Oh, my God. And I'm sure the other people watching the movie were thrilled that he was just like, I need to write. That movie was a piece of shit, though. in half <laughs> and I wouldn't give them eight minutes standing right. <laughs> I mean for fuck's sake what what in the world is is worth that I don't even know that I believe it's real it was it was widely reported well I want to see the film of it of oh the ovation God. I want a list of names and addresses <laughs> of every person who clapped because they all need to be slapped Thrice across the face. <laughs> the year of the vagina. Y'all ready for some crazy shit? I've been saving this one because it's just too insane and hilarious. Plus, I was hoping to find some more information about it. Okay, here we go. Vagina goo can turn a guy into a zombie. I know, exactly. So here's the scoop. There's a YouTuber called Sandman, who is absolutely a misogynist piece of shit. I was too repulsed to dive deep enough to tell if he's an actual incel, but I wouldn't be surprised. Anyway, dude has a theory, and it's hilarious. Quote, Inside every single woman are hormones called copulins that are used to drug a man and control his mind. This isn't a conspiracy theory. Awesome, right? And he said right there that it isn't a conspiracy theory, which means he's totally legit. Here's more. The vagina produces a thick fluid known as copulin that has actual mind control effects on a male's brain. If a man is exposed to a woman's copulins over time, she will be able to, number one, change, remove, or insert memories in a man's mind. Number two. Tell the male what he sees, hears, feels, smells, tastes. Number three, insert subconscious thoughts that will surface as his own ideas or behavior later. And finally, number four, plant trigger words or actions that can cause thoughts, actions, or sensations in the male at later dates. (sighs) He also thinks that we squirt fluid right into your dicks. And I'm not talking a little bit. I'm talking half a cup because your penis is a TARDIS, apparently. And that's not only how we control your minds, but also how you get STDs. Anyway, you men can protect yourselves from our evil mind control goo by wearing a condom 
But wait, watch out, because apparently we also smell like butter, and y'all can't resist that shit. Okay, so there's a super totally legit scientific website some asshole set up at copulins.freeservers.com, and y'all can read that at your leisure. But I want to tell you some real stuff. Copulins are an actual thing. You've heard of pheromones, right? That's what they are. Lots of studies out there about those, and it's generally considered true that humans and other critters have all kinds of ways of making sure they get it on when females are the most fertile. Copulins are a combo of five fatty acids in female bodies that increase in concentration during the follicular phase, aka when she's ovulating. And males exposed to them get a complementary increase in testosterone. Makes them think the women around them are more attractive. Makes them think they themselves are more attractive. You name it. And y'all know when I say attractive, I mean fuckable. Oh, and interestingly, if you're on the pill, you're not fertile, so you're not going to control men's minds. Um, 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 I'm, I mean, increase their testosterone levels using copulins. So ladies, take thee this knowledge and do what thou wilt. Before I realized what it was, I was intrigued at the beginning of the preview. Sure. Because it's, it, I think it's the problem is we know where the story is going. Because yeah. I was like, I don't want like a humanization of the fucking Joker. a comic book character or a comic book villain. A comic book villain. Yeah. Yeah. A comic book villain who's just made to be a villain. You know. Yeah, I really don't. Uh, and well, and like you know, are we are would they would they do that for the penguin? Would they do that for the scarecrow? Would they do that for? I don't know. I'm trying to think well, of if this movie films. is a success, be prepared for a whole slew of it. Uh, you know. I mean, I suppose I don't know. I never saw the Halle Berry Catwoman. Was 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 it Catwoman's origin story? Was she like brutalized by someone? And, I think, and that then I, she had to become a cat. I think I saw that, but I don't even remember. I don't. I I'm pretty sure it wasn't memorable. Because I'm just not the, the Batman universe to me. Because I think. Batman's such a brooding asshole. It's not fun he's like He's not exciting to me because he's so broody and he's so dark. And I don't like it. I don't like dark. <laughs> I like bright colors and pretty he's men. He's too dark. <laughs> I like I like I like big boom and bright colors and and pretty funny men like the Avengers. <laughs> but anyway, I don't and I but I do remember They God, can't all be Star Lord. I think the last Batman movie I saw was, I think that I've seen bits and pieces of them, but the last one I saw on purpose was Batman and Robin, and we left the theater because it was so terrible. Oh, I never saw that one. Wasn't that the Alicia Silverstone one? I don't remember, but I remember we were so, it was me and Russell and Joe that were having like a boy's day, and we were both like... Was that the one where the bat suit had nipples on it? I don't remember. Because <laughs> I never saw any of those. But I just remember whispering to Russell, this movie sucks, can we leave? And he was like, oh yes, I was afraid you were enjoying it and I didn't want to have to be the one to say anything. Oh my god! So all three of us hated it so much that you just that got we up were in afraid the to say to one another. Oh my god. Then and you so just we, got up and yeah, publicly we just got walked up out. And left. Oh my god. Have I ever done that? I walked out of a movie once, but it wasn't my idea. I was actually really enjoying it, but my friend wasn't. And it was the um 
the Mel Brooks remake of To Be or Not To Be, which was like an old like Jack Benny uh-huh. movie. I actually loved it. And I, I saw it again later when it came on HBO or something, and I totally loved it. What was it. your friend's board? My, no, she, no, she really didn't like it. And I will I don't know. I mean, it's it's yet another Mel Brooks movie where we're making fun of Hitler. Yeah. And as a Jewish person, she's definitely not pro-Hitler. Yeah. But I, and it's not like it's super Holocaust-y <laughs> or anything, but because it's set, like, in... Hitler's time and it's like openly oh, mock- okay. a theater company like kind of openly mocking Hitler and whatever but she for whatever reason she was just not oh, feel it okay. she just was really upset by it and it was like okay look, we can leave yeah. I don't think I've ever walked out of a movie the only and I've other seen movie that we walked out me and remember me and my ex mm-hmm. you know for the long term one yeah. we walked out of Lost in Space because it was so boring and awful Oh, the one that had uh, Matt LeBlanc. I guess. I mean, because I I thought it was going to be funny, like Lost in Space, cheesy, like the TV show. Right. But it was no. No, it's serious and dark. (laughs) Yeah, and we were both like, "Ew!" And I think we made it maybe thirty minutes. We were like, "Fuck this shit," and we left. Because I swear to God, if Doctor Smith isn't a Nelly old queen, it ain't worth watching. And I'm sorry, but yeah, I don't remember. We probably went to the bar. No, yeah, that's the only other movie I've ever walked out of in the oh, theater. God. Oh no, God. no, I take that back. Me and Steve walked out of Crybaby. <gasps> really? Yeah. Really? We both thought it was really boring and we walked out of Crybaby. I can well, I didn't see it in the theater, but I I am not a hundred percent sure I watched it all the way through, uh-huh. so I shouldn't be so shocked. But see, it's really easy when you're not in a theater to just stop watching something. Yeah, so I've probably yeah. not watched a lot of things yeah. all the way through. Oh, can I just say, okay, this is this is something. Although I did watch it all the way through, and I need those hours back somehow. But we have this... My husband and I used to go to movies a lot. Like, we used to take days off of work when it was, like, the opening day of a movie. Oh, that's right. To yes, go see, did. like, the 10 or 11 a.m. showing of things. And then sometimes you'd see it twice in the same day, huh? Well, we saw Phantom Menace three times in the first 24 hours. Wow. And I was on such a high of new Star Wars movie. Yeah. That during that, that it wasn't until a few weeks later that I started thinking, you know, the pod race really could have been cut for time. Yeah. Yeah, there was a lot of shit like that. But, I mean, but during that first 24 hours, I was still so goddamn excited. Yeah. Because I hadn't gotten much sleep also. So we used to, like, I mean, there's movies that I know they were released on the same day. Because we took the day off and saw both of them. Uh-huh. Like, I know that Oh Brother, Where Art Thou and Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon were released on the same day because I saw them back to back. I saw them with like an hour gap between them. We quickly grabbed a bite to eat, went back to the theater, yeah. saw the next movie. But um, we, we stopped going to the movies fairly... I mean, it's, it's only been within the last couple of years and usually when I make myself go out and sometimes I go by myself because yeah. my husband's just not into it and he will buy a movie he hasn't seen. And I used to always tell him, it's like that when, when he first started doing it, it's like, that just seems like a bad idea to me. Like one of these days you're really going to regret purchasing a Something, movie yeah. you have not seen, but it's like, 
we bought Captain Marvel and watched it for the first time. But there was a really good chance we were going to love Captain oh, Marvel. Oh, yeah, that is awesome. <laughs> but the fact that we didn't go see it. Like, we didn't go to the yeah. theater to see um, Infinity War. We saw Endgame because I told him. It's like, yeah. I am not waiting another six months to see this movie. We're going to go see fucking Endgame. So, but... Yeah, the, that's the only of those movies that I've seen in the theater is Endgame. Well, because you, you saw... Because that was right around the time you were actually getting into them. Because yeah, you got into yeah. them so late. And I remember You're welcome, I made Steve by the way. go with me to see Endgame. And he enjoyed it, but he had but I knew that he didn't know what the fuck was going on. Or yeah, yeah, that cannot you know? that felt, cannot be your first I movie. That bad cannot for him because it was such a long. <laughs> oh, it's very you know dra- drama. Oh yeah, really. And everyone's uh, like ugly crying yeah, in the theater, felt, and he's like, I don't know who these people. And I know, and I thought he was, <laughs> he probably, and I know that he slept through. Oh, no. I know you slept through a lot of it. It's okay, oh, Steve. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Well, those chairs are so comfy now. Those those movie chair, those movie theater recliners are so fucking comfy. But the, the, the movie that I always bring up with my husband whenever it's, well, maybe we'll just buy it. Yeah. Men Who Stare at Goats. Now, you're probably thinking, there's a movie called Men Who Stare at Goats. Yes, Isn't there that is. Like a real classic art film or something. Oh no! Or is it a comedy? I've heard of oh, it. Oh, it's a comedy. I thought it was like a classic. Oh, it's not old enough to be a classic. Uh, it's. Um, I mean, it's definitely within the last ten years. Probably within the last seven or eight. Oh, years. I thought it was an art. Oh no no film. no! It was based on a true story. Uh, because I'm basically <laughs> an eighty year old woman. I watch CBS Sunday Morning every week. Uh, they did a story about the real thing, and then mm-hmm. they kind of mentioned, oh, and by the way, there's a movie coming out about this. And it was like this psyops thing, like the military was um, doing a lot of experiments with like ESP and things like that, where they were trying to come up with a way to like enter the mind of your enemy mm-hmm. and fuck with them. And stuff so that you could, like, potentially end war by just having, like, a bunch of psychics in a room uh-huh. thinking really hard. And I, I don't... It was it was kind of a fascinating thing. And there was yeah. this whole secret thing going on in the military where... And the whole men who stare at goats. I don't know why they started with, like, goats. But it was, like, if I can get the goat to do something... Like, I don't know. Yeah. I, but it was... It was a hilarious idea. It was it was insane that it was real. And then when we heard about the movie and we found out who all was in it, I mean, it was basically people who we go see. I mean, you know, there's hardly a Jeff Bridges movie that we don't see. Mm-hmm. We just generally are pro Jeff. Oh, like, yeah. I think I think my my husband's favorite two actors are Jeff Bridges and Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he will basically anything that either of those people, if they ever did a movie together, I think he would lose his uh, Um But it was one of those things where like, well, that has to be great. Men Who Stare at Goats has to be great. Look at what it's about. Look who's in it. So it was during that period when we had stopped going to see movies mm-hmm. and we bought it and we very excitedly sat down to watch it. And we've never watched it. Oh, again. it's not good. I don't oh, know. It's horrible. Have, I don't think I've ever seen it. But it's I've, not I've funny. It's it. not interesting. You can have it. I've you can walk it. out of I here thought, with it right now. <laughs> I thought it was like this critically acclaimed 
No. Art movie for some reason. No, it's so not. It's so <laughs> not. So now, whenever there's some, well, maybe we'll just wait. I always go, men who stare at goats, honey. Men who stare at goats. Uh, no, let's say, but I bought, <laughs> I bought Ant-Man and Ant-Man versus the Wasp, or Ant-Man and the Wasp. Mm-hmm. Both without having seen them, but I I and could have guaranteed I, I could have guaranteed you that you would love oh, them yeah. because you didn't know yet that you were going to love Paul Rudd. Yeah, I knew you would, yeah. but you didn't know that. And I thought, you know, like that was a guarantee. <laughs> you know, but I mean, with like let's just put the Marvel movies I buy without having seen them in the theater, and That's I and I always like them. But you wouldn't have until after I made you watch the first Avengers exactly. movie, and you were like, oh, this is a whole world I did not know I was yeah, going to Yeah, because I just didn't think I'd like it, because I don't like the Batman movies, and to me, I thought we were going to do more of the same, but they're right. so much funner and better. Marvel you know? is just better. It's just fucking better. <laughs> exactly. Although I do remember, God, remember when the first Batman movie came out? The Michael Keaton? How it was, like, so hyped for months and months and months, and Pitney. everybody... Pitney, it's a mania. Yes, it was a mania. So saith Verity Maslin. And it was like everybody with their Batman t-shirts and, and their Batman uh, Converse high, sh- con- high tops. Oh my! God. Because I because I you know I used to sell mm-hmm. shoes at Mervyn's and we had the Before Batman the high tops. Before the movie even came out, it was crazy. The fucking Prince song. It wasn't good. Stop lying, people. Oh. That dance wasn't good. God damn it. Oh, I forgot about that song. Horrible. And he's dressed as the Joker in the video because, of course, he is because it's purple. But still, no. No. (laughs) It was... Michael Keaton impressed me because, I, of course, you know, to me, Batman was Adam West. Batman was the good TV show. Yeah. I didn't, you know, I didn't know Batman was supposed to be brooding. I didn't know. I thought Batman was supposed to be fun. No, apparently we were wrong. Batman is supposed to be dull and boring and dark. And only occasionally interesting. But, oh, Jesus Christ. But he's kind of a dick. He is. He wants, I want him to be a hero, not a weenie. <laughs> yeah, because even when he's doing good, even when he's allegedly doing good yeah. things, he's just, he's just a douche. He's just a rich douchebag. You know, I'm not, I'm never going to be team rich dude. Now, was the first, was the original one, was that Nicholson? Yes. Okay. Yeah. And then the second Michael Keaton one was Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman and Danny DeVito as the Penguin. Okay. That was the beginning of, well, let's have two villains in every movie because none of the villains are worth... Having in that's a movie right, because none of them are actually particularly right, interesting. So I didn't watch the first one because I hated the way Nicholson said that line in the preview, so I refused to see the movie. Well, I saw and it. And then I, I didn't. I was never only would ever watch the second one because I thought Devito looked stupid, and so I refused to see the movie. Although the stupid <laughs> wigs, the 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 penguin wigs that came out because I was in the costume business at the time, uh-huh. the penguin wigs made excellent riffraff wigs because riffraff wigs were not available to anyone but penguin wigs thank god someone thought people might want to be the penguin nobody wanted to be the penguin but yeah that's why I would never see that one because I thought he looked stupid as the penguin he did yeah (laughs) he did yes he did I mean, Michelle Pfeiffer looked great as Catwoman but still she didn't she she ain't no Julie Newmar I'll tell you that (laughs) 
I mean, but who is, really? <laughs> but then everything after that is just a blur because it's a whole bunch of movies I never saw. Because we have the Val Kilmer Batman, we have the George Clooney Batman. Oh, God, that's right. And I think there's another shitty Batman. And I Before the Christian Bale Batman. seeing one of them, and it may have been Christian Bale, but I remember... Was it the Heath Ledger as the Joker? Because I saw that, and I actually liked it, but that was, but I actually liked Heath Ledger in that. I don't remember, but I just remember watching it. It had to have been with Trisha. Oh, probably. Because I had to have been with Trisha, but I remember thinking, like, God, Batman's a fucking dick, man. Yeah, he really is. <laughs> oh, yeah. And that's all I could think of throughout the whole movie. It's like, he's a dick. <laughs> Batman? They should call him Dick Man. <laughs> He's he's a bad asshole. He's yeah, a, but I don't remember what it was, but I'm sure that it was with Trisha von Lichtenstein, because who else would have watched one of those movies? Not like, me. You know? No, probably not me. Yeah. But anyway. Really. But uh, yeah, the Joker. <laughs> I will not, I'll, I'll, maybe I'll see it when it eventually comes out on Netflix, but I doubt it. Only because De Niro's in it. You know? Or You'll again, fast forward and only watch the part with Oh, but I won't Genero. live here by the time this happens. I was going to say, true. when it comes out on video, I'm sure Von Lichtenstein will make me watch it. <laughs> Except you won't have to. Because if it's fandom, she'll buy it. You yeah. know, and pretend to like it or not, because uh, it's fandom. You know? <laughs> oh my God. She's kind of Noslin-esque that way. That was that is one thing they have in common. Yeah, it's like if it's fandom, they'll buy it and they'll like it, or they'll if, pretend yeah, to like or they'll it. They'll pretend to like it, which was much more of a Verity Nosworth. Yes, thing. yes. The taping all shows but not watching any of them ever. I know. <laughs> Buying all the cereal. Oh, cereal! Oh, the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle cereal. The bat cereal. <laughs> I'm sure. Is there My Little Pony cereal? There probably was back oh, in the God, original sure. days of My Little Pony. I'm I don't think sure. there is now. But, you know, there's not a market for it. But I have seen, I have seen in dealer's rooms, collectible cereal. Sure. And and it's what, usually, what, $2? <laughs> well, sure. Because somebody well, wants to get rid of it, even though it's... 25-year-old cereal, nobody cares. But I am, like willing, I am willing to <laughs> bet that what that they carefully opened the package, got rid of the cereal, and then sealed it back up and then, like, like shrink-wrapped it or something oh, to protect yes, it. Yeah, Whereas Verity Noslin kept it in mint. In, 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 in the caseload of cereal. Right. And then had, like, a storage <laughs> unit that probably was infested by rats <laughs> who ate all the fucking cereal. I wonder if they damaged the spockheads. I bet they peed and pooped on the spockheads. But, you know, the spockheads turned out to be useless because there was such a glut of spockheads on the market. (laughs) 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 Anyway. (laughs) Thanks for listening. If you enjoy our show, please take a moment to rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher. If you send us a screenshot of your review, we'll send you a Bitchin' Boutique sticker. Everyone Everyone loves loves stickers. stickers!
Please subscribe or add us to your favorites wherever you get your podcasts. Subscribers get new episodes first and are also more attractive. Drop us a line anytime at pitneyandamelia at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Yeah.